Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Authority Radio with your host, Chaotic Katie, the voice, Paul Eubanks, the Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane, and Sadistic Sean David. Lock and load, wrestling fans. It's time for war. Okay, nobody can hear you. 
Nobody can hear you. When the intro is still playing, the nobody, is still can, playing, hear nobody can hear you. Okay. And now I'm echoing. Move your microphone. This is Sadistic Sean David. Uh, sorry for late. Speak louder. Welcome to Sorority Radio. Hold on. Let me, let me call back. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to War Authority Radio. Our, uh, election, Wrestling Authority uh, Radio. Yeah, what you said. But Steve, just just do the intro. I don't do the freaking intro. It's not my freaking job, you, man. You Will got you? it. You got it. Just All thank right. You. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, back in for oh. just a little bit tonight. Uh, your host with the most, the Dean of Wrestling referee, Steve Kane, along with my other co-host. His show wifey and the reason why the show has tits and will never be a bag of dicks. Chaotic Katie. Can you guys hear me better now? I had to call back in. I can hear you now. It's not a variety okay. commercial, but yeah, I can hear you now. Um, sorry about us being late. I had some things going on today, and I went to set late. up the show the first time, and Blog Talk had a hiccup. I got everything ready to go and went to hit create, and hit create, and it just spun. So um, yeah, we are here tonight. Um, we're going to discuss a lot. I'm going to break down what we will be discussing tonight, and then we will be getting started. We will discuss all the new well, happening in the lovely world of professional well, wrestling. Well mm-hmm. um, the horrible incident that took place in Indiana a few weeks back that we have not talked about yet. Um, and your IQ may drop from this um, because uh, ours did, and this is truly a train wreck. Um, we're going to discuss a little bit more about AEW, the upcoming pay-per-view, and their debut on uh, TNT, which is coming. And uh, we'll discuss Extreme Rules, which was great until the Ugly Beast showed up and ruined it all. Uh-huh. Yeah, we don't need him. Yeah, we'll yeah. Here, here, here we goes don't want another title. Here goes another title we reign that won't go nowhere yeah, for anybody. We don't want to talk. We don't want to talk about that. No. Uh, we'll, we'll discuss. We'll discuss Evolve Wrestling's 10-year anniversary event from this past weekend that saw a man with a certain hustle show up and shock us all. Uh, we'll discuss Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, Impact, and the happenings with Ring of Honor, New Japan, NWA, and MLW. And one of the major topics I want to get to while Steve Kane is still with us tonight is why the business is going to be seeing a downswing with the arrival of AEW and how some promotions are already starting to see this downswing. Um, so that's what we have on the agenda for tonight. You are more than welcome to call in with your questions or comments via our guest line at 213-943-3719. Yeah, no, but, you know, but you know what else that means? You know what that means, though? I'm the screener, so I get to decide if you get to come on air. If you are here for a legitimate reason, that is good. Here are the rules. Speak clearly when you call in because two <laughs> percent hearing loss in the left ear, and that's my hearing ear, if you know what I mean. And so speak clearly so I can put your name on the board. If you're here to cause trouble, you're not getting on air. Okay, straight up. And if you do cause trouble, I'm the one that tells you bye. She will see you and face you. Oh, well, I'll eat your face off in the green room if you piss me off. <laughs> um, so that is what's yeah. on the agenda for the tonight. I do need to make a disclaimer that uh, Wrestling Authority Radio has been off the air for the last couple weeks. I've been going through some personal stuff. But we are going to continue to bring you the greatest wrestling 
podcast on all of Blog Talk Radio on Wednesday night, and we're going to start lining up some more guests and turn this back into the great show that it uh, once was with some fabulous guests uh, mm-hmm. that we've had in the past, uh, present, and the future of professional wrestling. So War is here to stay. We're going to continue with this, and obviously you don't want to miss anything on Tuesday nights for Rampage Rants Tuesday Night Turmoil. So I'd like to say hello to my co-host. Uh, hope they're doing well. And uh, without any further ado, I want to get started on this train wreck. Okay. Ooh, ooh. So I'm going to play by the name of John Calvin. Now, John Calvin is the son of the infamous fuckwad, Ian Rotten, that ran Deathmatch Wrestling in Kentucky and got thrown out of the state of Kentucky and had Kentucky's uh, locked down all their restrictions on wrestling so bad that there's not a lot of promoters uh, that are still running Kentucky. Oh, my. And then he moved over to Indiana. Um He's gotten thrown out of multiple venues in Indiana for his IWA Mid-South Deathmatch shows. He's gotten thrown out of various uh, buildings across Illinois for the same reason. Um, Damn. Damn. So Ian's son thought it would be a good idea to book a Deathmatch show, considering that Ian cannot do blood at the venue that he has currently, and did this train wreck wrestling. Well, it was a train wreck all right. Jim Cornette saw it and got a hold of it. Um, and, you know, uh, give me one oh. second. Let's see. Okay. What? How many? And, well, the big, the big thing about it is the county health department got involved. Okay, now why wasn't blood allowed? You, you mean why, why isn't blood allowed in the roller rink that... Uh, Ian oh. uses right now. Yeah, what's this to do? Their rules, which hey, I don't blame them. Yeah. I think it's that's blood, a great I know, deal. But if, if, okay, as long as it's not like blood for the sake of blood, I understand that. But if blood happens, it happens. I mean, well, crap. you know, I mean something okay, accidental. Okay, on, I mean, me, if somebody, me, yeah, if somebody hard ways. Let me finish. Yeah. Like for mm-hmm. instance, in, for, in a first blood match. Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, no, no, no. See, that would not be allowed. Okay, I'm going to, please, please. 
Okay, that was the whole thing. Stone Cold Steve Austin, he doesn't blade. He has very, very thin skin. So so Vince was afraid that he would bleed too early during a first blood match. So he was very reluctant to give him one, and he told him to, to keep this going as long as you can. He's a bleeder. You didn't know that? Yeah, but the point, but the yeah. point is, Katie, it's not, it's not allowed. So, like, when you talk about a first that. blood match, would not be allowed in this building. But, but, uh, okay, you're not, you're okay. You're listening, but you're not hearing. Please hear. Oh, the I am. I am Just, hearing you completely. If yeah. an accident, like I had a situation in a, in a in an event one time where the guy went uh, over the top rope in a battle royal. He hit his he hit the top of his head on the edge of our ring step. Barely nicked him, but he had he had a crimson mask. Yeah. Now. That would be that would be an accident, and yeah, that that's would an accident, be excusable. Of, I'm not saying blood for the sake of blood. I'm saying, but if blood happens, it happens. There's nothing you can do about if, it. If a, if a, yeah, if but but see something like that, obviously they'd have to be able to show that hey, this was not intentional, you know, or anything like that, you know. And with and with Ian's reputation. That that could be that could be a hard thing to prove sometimes. Understood. So, all right. Well, okay. Since uh, since Sean's dilly dallying, I'm going to go ahead and uh, continue on. Uh, We talked a little bit uh, last night about the uh, uh, Knoxville Fanboy Expo, the one that uh, Jim Cornette and uh, the Midnight's were supposed to go to, and they didn't. Um, and Harley Race was scheduled to be there. We talked about this a little bit, um, but uh, finding out a little bit more that uh, actually um, he was headed down from Missouri on Thursday, and um, apparently exhibited some signs physically that said, okay, we need to get into the hospital, the hospital now. Now. Okay, and now I'm going to get an echo again. Yeah, Sean, your microphone should go to your earphone. Hold on. Go ahead. But you know this. Why do you keep fucking that, fucking that up? We've been telling you this for years. But yeah, it never changes. Anyways. Yeah. Next. So, um, now, they they are not... Um, for privacy reasons, not giving out any uh, details about his uh, current health status. Um, but the one, but the one thing they say, um, it says, unfortunately, since this situation has taken place while traveling to a signing, he is currently in a hospital that is pretty far away from home. That has his family there with him. Uh, make that, make of that what you will. Yeah. Uh, now back to this new Albany thing. Sorry, I had to go. I I had to use the restroom. Um, so the thing about this is nobody realizes how serious this got. Um, blood was spilled all over the building, and the place where the house literally called and issued a safety hazard warning for anybody that was in attendance or a part of the event to go get tested for HIV and uh, hepatitis B. I have never been to a restaurant in my life after 
I've been told to go get tested. That is fucking disgusting. That's absolutely And now, what people don't realize is now the state of Indiana can step in and say, we're going to ban deathmatch wrestling from our state. The county state, we're going to ban it from our county. And it caused a lot of problems to the Indiana for wrestling. And if this kind of stuff continues, it's only going to get worse. They have put the Indiana position now to go ahead and re-regulate the state that this train wrecking job. He was all over the news, all over Kentucky, all over Indiana, all over Illinois. I mean, come on. Who, spill, who, who, who consciously books the show and says, we're going to spill so much blood on this show that we've got to have the county call all of these people in pension and bring them to the right. Hey, guys, guys, hold on, hold on here. I am hearing such background noise that is yeah, driving me on. absolutely nuts. Hold on. There you go. Sorry about that, Steve. Sound sounded no. like a flock of crickets. No, uh, no, 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 no. It wasn't so a flock of crickets. That, no, that's, not, that's you know, I make a lot of noise. And Steve <laughs> has worked in Indiana. And Steve has worked for several promotions, as have I. And I have never been on a show that has had so much blood spilled that the county has been called about it. That is humiliating. No. Humiliating to the business. I mean, Katie, what would you do if you went to a show up in Canada and they called you like a week later and said, "Hey, you got to go get tested." Oh, no! My fever region. Yeah. What in the motherfuck do you mean? Um, no, 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 no. I'm gonna give you a slight little background about me. I'm known as Safety Girl. Okay? I'm known to protect myself and, and everything else and every single solitary we wear. So it would be not the norm or it would have to be accidental if I, anything like that were to happen to me. Because I cover all my bases. You don't even know. Right. Well, and, and you got to think, there, I don't know if there were children at this event, but there may have been some children there. Yeah. There were adults there. Yeah. I mean... What 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 would have happened if an eight year old? Let, let, let's just play hypothetical here for a second. What would have happened if an eight year old would have tested HIV positive from going to that show? Mm-hmm. Anybody uh, anybody want to fathom the? You'd be the smelling. You you would be smelling a huge enormous straight up your ass lawsuit. Yep. Like, yeah. Sweet, and that means right but, away French. But let's put but let's put but let's put it's it this deep. way. You would have a better chance of getting blood out of a stone than you would money out of John Calvin. That's correct. Um, and, folks, uh, here's the sad thing. Trainwreck Wrestling is not returning to New Albany, Indiana, because they got kicked out of the venue. Um, but they are coming to Tennessee. So anybody in the Tennessee area, be on the lookout for this. Outlaw Mud Show, as Jim Cornette would call it, with anal mud flaps <laughs> that is going to be running around Tennessee now because they, they can't of, run in Indiana anymore. Speaking of, has anybody uh, let Jim in on that? He's I got connections to, uh, out there. I am going to be uh, messaging Jim Cornette or emailing him this afternoon uh, or this evening when we get off the when we get off the air. I've lost track of all time today, mm-hmm. as you can see. Um, 
But this this is downright disgusting and and horribly a big black eye on the business. Because my God, now you're going to have people in, in in the state of Indiana that think if they go to a wrestling show, they're going to have to go get tested afterwards. Yeah. This like is I what's said, wrong I mean, with professional wrestling people. today. I mean, like, do people have to come in wearing uh, body condoms or uh, full plastic? Well, not plastic, but you know, rubber suits. You know, yeah, and you can, and, and the only place you can purchase them is online or at a sex shop. You know, like, is that right. what people have to do now? I mean, crap. I punched a guy in the mouth and, and ripped open his, ripped him open, and he gathered all the spit in his mouth and spit it back in my face. Thank God. Thank God for my sunglasses. Or else I'd be screwed. That's the first thing I did. I took it there and took off my sunglasses and said, look at my, my nose, my eyes, and in my mouth, please. You know? Mm-hmm. And, then, and that's what I decided. Oh, no, no fucking more. I'm not, mm-mm. plus the guy was also six times my size and had the size of a head of a rugby ball. Not a football, a rugby ball. Okay, Steve? Oh, my God. Yeah. And Brad Daly, people around, people around. Yeah. Folks, if, if, if you want to do that kind of wrestling, uh, don't call it wrestling. Call it something else because I'm sick and tired of this kind of shit being you know, the the laughing stock of the wrestling business. And while I'm on this, I'm also going to call out Game Changer Wrestling at this time. Game Changer okay. Wrestling for okay. an event a couple weeks ago called Backyard Wrestling Mania. Why in the fuck are we blessing Backyard Wrestling? I will bless it. I saw, I saw the advertisements for that show and, and almost lost my shit. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting here thinking... All I have to say about backyard wrestling is the Hardy Brothers. Trampoline backyard wrestling. Those were different times, Katie. These are trained professionals that are willingly working in a backyard for the sake of working in a backyard. In the backyard, uh, I know. Just because it's something cool to do, and we're going to embrace backyard wrestling. You've already looked at it, too. I'm not saying that all backyard wrestling is their backyard wrestling, but their backyard wrestling is bullshit. When you're sending people in, they're lucky if they have, like, two, three classes under their belt. And they have no clue right. what they're doing. They're unorganized. It's sloppy. It's awful. They're looking. They're looking outside of the ring to know to ask basically ask what their next move is because they forgot. Well, and Game Changer Wrestling endorsing this backyard bullshit is even more bullshit. Game Changer so Wrestling is a promotion to begin with, but and you don't. You're a professional hill? wrestling organization. You don't go and take your show to a backyard. Steve, let's let let's run the next RWF show in a backyard and see how well it goes over. <laughs> hey. Why not? I mean, that's, Why not? That's that's, that's the that's the philosophy and, with this. Is let's endorse it, and I don't agree with it, and I don't know why we're doing it. And we'll and we'll book and we'll book uh, and we'll book uh, Jelly Janella for it. <laughs> Um, you know, that's, this is some sad stuff going on in the wrestling business. And I don't mean to always talk about the negativity, but I needed to get this off my chest and talk about this. So John Calvin, uh, train wreck wrestling is the perfect name for your company because it is nothing more than a fucking train wreck full of guys that really can't get booked anywhere else and can't do anything besides deathmatch wrestling. And FYI, deathmatch wrestling doesn't take all the talent in the world. 
Well, let's let's call let's call it this. Let's call it Mud Show BS Wrestling. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you know, I'm 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 just disgusted that somebody would I mean, do such a thing. Mm. Mud Show ahead, BS please. Wrestling. Mm. <laughs> oh, we're getting an idea here. Mm. And when I get an idea, look out! It comes, it comes off in a, it comes off in a sixty-second spot. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> excuse me. Where do you guys uh, want to go uh, from here? Well, uh, we know we know that uh, there has been a, uh, I uh, re-signed, re-signed over at uh, WWE. He need a new headset. Yeah. So. Pardon me. Oh. He didn't bless me. So. He has. So, Braun Strowman has signed a new deal with WWE. Four years. Four more and, years. And, and, and apparently, okay, um, we're talking. We're talking. Uh, there's seven figures involved in the deal. So, um, um, and here next again. again. Not, a, I mean, not it too. It's the headset. It's got short it. I'm gonna have to replace it in the next couple of days before next Tuesday. Um, you know what? So. Put the put that put uh, put the uh, host thing on mute and call in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me. Do that. All right. So anyway, getting getting back to some more uh, regular stuff. Uh, um, of course, uh, next week is uh, going to be the Raw reunion. Well, there's nope. one per. There's actually two people who are not going to be at that event. Um, Sasha Banks was listed on yep. there. But where? Where? On the on the on the uh, on the publicity locally in Tampa Bay for it. Mm. But uh the arena is no longer advertising her. So wow. it looks like she's not coming. And the other person, but uh this had already been actually known for about a week or so who was not going to be coming in was Jim Ross. Now that now that is not anything to do with his AEW contract. In fact, uh, Tony Khan, the owner of AEW, actually was in favor of Jim going ahead and appearing on Raw. Next Monday, but you know Jim Ross is a very loyal company guy, 
And once he's once yes, he's he signed is. with somebody, that's it. And he's and he has gone ahead and he has made his decision. Um, uh, like I say, even with uh, Tony Khan saying, "Hey, go ahead," we have we have no problem with it. Um, now here's now well, here's um, who's listed. Can on, I interrupt for a second, Steve? Um, all right, make here's the cool thing about that. Um, you know, normally another company would not go to a guy that's currently working for them and say, hey, you can go to our competitor. That was the matter right. of respect out of AEW that I don't think anybody expected because they understand the legacy of JR. And right. It's like when they let Billy Gunn uh, go ahead and uh, be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Right. I mean, the, the level of respect that AEW has is probably top-notch because Vince, the only thing that Vince did, and we need to speak about this because I forgot to speak about it earlier, um, I want to send my condolences to Lionheart, who is from the U.K. For those of you that remember, Lionheart was scheduled to be on this program uh, quite a few number of years ago and was tragically injured um, in breaking his neck. And there was a benefit that was held not that long ago for him that Vince allowed some of the WWE guys to go and work. Yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, so I the, do uh, want to tribute video. The tribute the video is uh, heartbreaking. Um, Piper Niffin posted a uh, picture of the two of them just the other day. She's still having a very, very hard time okay, uh, dealing with dealing with this. Okay, I'm a little bit Go. behind because people like to type to me while I'm supposed to be on air. I'm going to start naming the person if they ever do it again. So who are we mourning? I'm sorry because some people are ignorant. Um, Adrian McCallum, a.k.a. Lionheart. Thank yeah. you. All right. I remember you saying last night about her. Okay. Thank you. Um, it's it's very it's a very sad situation. Gabe, uh, the producer of the show, my brother, had a lot of deep conversations with Lionheart to get him on this program, and my brother is upset about it, and I'm upset about it because this kid had all the talent in the world. He he was a prospect to be signed by WWE, and had he not been injured in the way that he was, he would probably be working for WWE UK at this point if not WWE yeah. completely. It's, yeah. it's super sad, super, super sad. Yeah. But I want to send my condolences to uh, Lionheart and know that uh, there are fans out there that still care about you and are thinking about you and want what's best for you. So yeah, um, yeah. I, I just depression, I don't know what more to say other than that. Is depression's a mother. Depression's a mother. That's, that's, all, I can, that's all I can really say about that. Now, and we've talked about it many times on the air. If if you're feeling not right about yourself and about life, contact somebody. Reach out. Reach out. Exactly. Reach out always. But, you know, yeah. um, there was something in the newspaper today. I know it's not wrestling related, but a 14-year-old boy, you know, he was known as a charismatic uh <laughs> You know, it's funky, sarcastic, um, semi-popular boy, and 14, as I'm saying, and on a field trip today, 
he, in front of his younger sister and classmates, he handed off his bag and his phone to a friend and laid in front of the tracks. Laid on the tracks. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, folks, yeah. there is a suicide Never, prevention. No, 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 no. The whole thing is, is what I'm saying is, this kid has the same kind of personality as Robin Williams, and nobody would ever thought Robin Williams would take his own life. So always, always understand that if the one you think is happy, no, nah, man, that's enough. Make sure you. Know. Well, and and it, it's even more especially in the wrestling business because even mm-hmm. as a promoter. Um, and I know this will get used against me by Eastman and his fuck clan, um, but I'm I'm, I'm going to say it anyway. Oh, stop, As a promoter, okay, no, 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 no. stop mentioning Eastman. I don't ever want to hear his name again. Go ahead. Um. Anyway, I'm sure I'm sure the clan will have fun with this, and that's all I'm going to say. Um, I dealt with depression a lot with the ups and downs of RWF because you get into promoting and you think it's all. Um, Cakewalk, and it's not. You find out very fast that promoting a professional wrestling event is one of the most exhausting jobs that is on this planet with everything that goes into it. Everybody that promotes a wrestling show knows that it's a gamble, that there's risks and there's also rewards. Now, when the shows do good, everybody's happy. When the shows do bad, um, I would internally inflict that pain onto myself and, and blame myself, well, you didn't do this or you didn't do that. And even in my wrestling career, there were times where I faced depression because, you know, all these people around me would be getting booked and they'd be booked multiple times a weekend. And here I am, I'm working for one company, you know, every other week. And wrestling can be a very depressing environment. Um, the wrestling business is very toxic. And, and, and anybody that's in the wrestling business doesn't say that the wrestling business is, is toxic or disagrees with me with that statement, hasn't gone through a smidge of the strife that I've gone through or Steve Kane has gone through. Yep. Being in the wrestling business is not a cakewalk. It does mm-hmm. not come easy. Things are not handed to you. Respect is earned. It's not automatically given. And... I know probably even with the ups and downs uh, that Steve's had in his career and even in his personal life with, with losing uh, one of his former wives, depression had had to sink in there too. And it's something that I think everybody handles differently, but we all – I think everybody on the planet has some form of depression. I think the only reason why we diagnose it and, and give medication for it is because big pharma can make money off of it and they can make people feel a little bit better. But I think everybody on the planet faces some form of depression every day because life is not easy. It's not easy. It's at times it can be fun, but it's never been easy. Okay. You, you, you hit the age of 18 and wham, life hits you upside the head. Um, that's just what happens when you're a teenager and a kid, you don't have to worry about the responsibilities of being an adult. But when you get into your adult years, you're added more responsibility, and that responsibility some people can't handle. And, you know, that's why people turn to drugs and alcohol and things like that is because they can't handle everyday life. And not everybody can handle everyday life. 
Um, I'm glad there's treatment out there. I, I do suffer from mental illness, and I'm glad that there's treatment out there. But mm-hmm. I think everybody everybody has their ups and downs. And for people with mental illness, it's harder. Now, in Lionheart's case and in Steve Kane's case, he faced an injury. And, I, and with Steve Kane, he lost oh. a wife. You know, those are yeah. things that I will well, never also have though, to. Also, though, Sean, you may not know what, this. Am I purple? But... Am I, hold on, hold on. Am I purple? You've you've had losses too. I'm not I'm not saying that. I lost a child, gave my daughter up for adopt forced to give my daughter up for adoption at the age of seventeen. I did seven years on and off the streets, mostly on, you know. <laughs> but you know what you have to do with depression? You gotta kick its ass. Th- things that should make you weak, like everybody knows I've been sexually assaulted more times than can be counted. And everything that should make you weak, look at it with anger. Look at it and say, No, 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 no. I'm gonna fight back. I'm kicking your ass. You don't. You don't exist anymore, in my life. And keep moving forward. Do I have problems with depression? Damn straight. Have a little vitamin D liquid drops on the back of your hand, and you're great. But yeah, I have depression too. Thank you. Um, go ahead, Steve. Yeah. Well, the thing. The thing is, though, with uh, with Adrian, uh, what really happened that uh, kind of set him on this course was uh, um, a few years ago. He happened by this house fire in Ayer, uh, which is a which is a village in Scotland. For those of you who are not aware, and Adrian was Scottish, um, and he just being uh, that type of person ran into the fire, got two of the people out, mm-hmm. parents, but was not able to save the daughter and he heard her screams as she died in the fire and that is and that is the thing that set him off on this course of depression and it just finally was just too much for him that I'm sorry. And, uh, that, would I'm say this much that would make yes. somebody murderous. Okay? Like, grab, grab, a, grab, a, grab a 30-odd six, load it, and get on top of a water tower. Freaking murderous. You know what I'm saying? That would make anybody have a psychotic episode, honestly. And he didn't. I, I, don't think, I don't think that I have the emotional stability to be able to witness something like that because... If you, no, if I were to hear her screams, I'd be on the ground in fucking tears. It, that's that's just the way it would be, or so pissed off at the world for letting that happen to a sweet innocent girl that had so much life left to give. Uh, I, I that that's horrific, and this is yeah. this is why they say that tragedies harm people. This was a tragedy, and tragedies are some of the most horrible things anybody can go through. If you've lost your parents, if you've lost a, a, a child, um, if you've lost a wife or a husband, this is, the kind of thing that will, this is the kind of thing that will drive people to absolute madness. Mm-hmm. Um, in my case, when, when I really started to downslide was when I found out I, you know, had the HIV. Um, it's... Uh, 
And the thing about that is everybody's like, well, you can still live with it. Yes, I can, but nobody understands the passion that I have. Steve and Katie understand the passion I have for this business. And it literally broke my heart in two when I found out that I couldn't step between those ropes anymore. It it just literally tore me apart. Still does it, Don. There are still days that I'll, I'll sit there and look at others wrestling that I know they're about the same age as me and have an absolute meltdown because it sucks. Um, but thank God for medical science. Um, I, I am hopeful that by the time I am 50, I will be able to step through those ropes one last time and give the people what they want to see and give myself uh, the end of that chapter that I deserve. So, you know, tragedy just strikes people all around, and it strikes in different ways, fires, tornadoes, floods, um, all earthquakes, yeah. all that kind of volcanic eruptions, all that kind of stuff. And it's all tragic. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, Speaking you've of earthquakes, our enough. best wishes to our friends out on the West Coast. Uh, they've been uh, going through a number of earthquakes over the last several days. And, no. You know, it's the world is not a very. Everybody's like the, the world has never be, been. Hold on, the world has never been a very hospitable place. Well, and I was gonna say that doctors should give you a warning when you're born. Welcome to the Earth, the most fucked up planet in the universe. Because literally, we have. <laughs> Things that happen, whether they be acts of God or whatever you want to call them, that happen that take people away from us on a daily basis. And um, unfortunately, you know, suicide is one of those things that does that. And that's why if you're feeling like that, you need to seek help because life is worth living. Uh, You can build a life worth living. It'll take some time. It won't be an overnight thing, but you can do it. Um, And while you do that, you'll build mastery. And that's what you've got to. Ha- that's what you've got to do. Um, or as my, as my counselor says, as my counselor says, hold on, Katie. As my counselor says, pills and skills. Oh, that's what you have to do. I, okay, pills may be may be what is needed for some, but I'm on the minimum dose of what I am on. I'm only on two two medications for my mental health. Okay, because I had a doctor who cared enough to send me to DBT and CBT and see what medications work for me in the minimum dose so that I'm not all drugged up and everything because, well, my body is very susceptible to side effects and it really, really sucks. But, yeah, I mean, oh, skills. <laughs> use your skills. Always use your skills. Continuously use your skills. And reach out. Don't be afraid of reaching out, okay? Because with me, <laughs> like I said, I mean, I, I remember – well, I, I was climbing fences with boys, and remember I got my wrist my wrist stuck on the edge of the slice my wrist open on the side of the fence, and my one of my teachers thought I was trying to kill myself, and I said, "Call my mom. She knows what happened." I told them exactly what happened, and they're like, "Are you sure? There's nothing you need to tell us." And I said, "You know what? There's too many people left on this earth for me to piss off, and um, they're saying they've made an event this weekend, and it's Thursday. You really think I'm going to kill myself on a Thursday? Are you serious?" No. <laughs> and um, I, I went back to my work, to... and he kept me yeah, I got pestered for it. I'm like, you know what? Call my mom just now. You have her work number. You're going to piss her off if you call her. But why don't you call her now? Just now. And, I mean, seriously. Um, 
Steve, talk to us about uh, talk to us a little bit because we've never asked you this question about the depression you faced uh, after your injury and finding out that you wouldn't be able to referee anymore. Oh, gosh. Oh my God. Well, yeah, I mean, well, you know, it was it was kind of a because it was kind of a double barreled thing because not only was the fact that my career was over, although I did finally get to actually end it on my own terms a couple of years later, but I was also a newlywed. You have to you have to realize this, and a lot of folks may not uh, know this fact. Um, First or second, I. I had actually I had actually only been married for two weeks Which when wife? this happened. Huh? Which wife? This if I one. Can ask. This you. one. Yeah. This yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sheila. I mean, remember, I I only just got I this only just happened, you know, like six years ago. Mm-hmm. So. That's um, and you that, know, I mean, yeah, there were there there. I mean, I don't, because of the fact that I am now past the age that I had said that I was going to retire, that part I'm, that part I'm fine with, and the fact that I did finally actually have one last event, but there are times when I sit there and I look at stuff like, you know, I, like, if, like, there's paperwork I have to sign and that, Okay. I can't fill. I can't fill out a form because I can't. I can. I can hold a pen, but I can't write steady enough for it to be legible anymore. And that frustrates the crap out of me at times. You know. I mean. You know. When, especially when you're a man and you know you're a husband, and that you fully, you know, you think in the terms of you have to be the provider, you have to be the one who takes care of everything and does everything. I mean, there are still certain things that I can manage to do, you know, for my household, like I set up my wife's doctor appointments, I set up the transportation and that type of thing. But I can't I mean, I can't hold down a job anymore. And that yes, I'm on I'm on social security, which I was I'm close to the age where I would be retiring anyway, but still, you know, when you oh are getting social security because okay. you are no longer capable of working as opposed to you put your time in and now it's time to relax and enjoy your life. That, that gets, that gets difficult at times. That gets difficult at times. And yes, you know, you, you know, you have to, you have to work, out, you have to figure out the ways to make yourself get through it. I mean, fortunately, I you know, I've got I've gotten myself wrapped up into watching a lot of different sports and that, which helps out. It kind of you know, kind of at times takes my mind off 
of this, you know, this thing that's hanging on my hanging on the right side of my body that right can't do everything that it used to do every anymore. And that right. Well, and you know, you know some people some people don't even realize that a wrestling related injury sidelines you so so much it, it messed up your ability to be able to function in daily life. It didn't only affect your wrestling life, it affected your daily life. And that's what right, a lot of people exactly. don't understand, is there are a lot of things that happen to wrestlers and people in the wrestling business, because we're human. We're not superheroes. We don't have superhuman powers. I wish we did. Right. But we don't. And right. that is why things happen. That is why um, we send our condolences to Harley Race, because, you know, he's in the hospital again. And I don't. I don't mean to say this in a bad way, but I know that the time is coming for Harley to leave us. He's not going to be around yeah. much longer. Um, I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm just saying I give it a couple more years, if that, and and he's going to be gone. He has done so much for this business, and and created such a legacy for himself that if if he kills over and goes, it's his time, and he's left a hell of a legacy behind him. And his, yep. his son is going to take over in his footsteps. If they if somebody picks up his son and uses him right, great. If they don't, he'll be a star in St. Louis until the day he dies, or in Missouri till the day he dies. Yeah. Um, you know that's that's the kind of thing that everybody doesn't realize is well they're wrestlers they're superhuman no. Um, you know this is no. why injuries happen, and and right. and. Injuries can lead a guy to depression, okay? Uh, Seth Rollins even talked about it when he was sidelined with his injury, that he had some depression because you, you, you go from being on the go so much to being sat at home and on the sidelines, and you're having to watch everything happen in front of you and not be a part right. of it. And that will mind fuck you like you wouldn't believe. Exactly. Um, it, you know, I hark back... I heart back to um, the movie The Wrestler, and well, um, in, and there's a scene in there where um, where Randy the Ram goes to a uh, reunion event at uh, at an American Legion, and he walks in and. There's guys that, um, of course, he used to work with when when they were all big names and that, and they're they're in wheelchairs and so they can't even get around for themselves anymore. And that was one that was one of the things that. Uh, you know, one of many things in that movie that hit me. Like I said, when Evan Ginsberg was on this show, uh, I, I, I mentioned to him, I said that this, you know, that one of the reasons hit that that movie, I was only able to watch it the one time and I will never be able to watch it again is because well, of how the rest are. It hit close to home. I mean, it literally, it literally hit yeah. home. 
and that. Well, and, um, and, and you're sensitive, aren't you? <laughs> well, and the thing about the thing about the wrestler is this: um, a lot of wrestlers. The thing that hit home with me was the issues that he had with his daughter, because he was mm. always on the right. Right. And, and I can relate I to that because I have a son. One at a time. I. He's fine. I could not imagine um, being on the road away from my family, you know, 300 days a year. And some of these guys legitimately do this. And that would be enough to drive somebody to go batshit crazy. And I don't mean to bring this up, but, I mean, you know, we don't know what happened with Benoit, but think about it. If you're on the road as long as Benoit was on the road, think of the craziness that is going on inside of his head. That's all I'm going to say. And that goes okay, for well, every other wrestler. Yeah, but yeah. There's craziness in every in, in the inside of any, everybody's head. They, the struggle that that man was going through has nothing to do with what happened to his family. And we're not allowed to discuss to, to discuss Benoit whatsoever on this program because I get so upset and too passionate about it because well, he's Canadian and he's like, in my, yeah, it goes. What is it? It's, it's Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, and then and then him, basically. Right. Okay, there's, there's, right. there's another between that I can't think right now because, well, we're talking about something that makes me upset. Uh, but all I was trying to say with that is these guys that are on the road, let's say they have a five-year contract and they only get to go home, we'll say, um, a couple a couple months every year. We'll say a month every year. That would be enough to drive anybody batshit crazy. Oh yeah, and that's that's another thing that people the, the fans don't realize is these guys give everything to them. If you're signed with a big company, we don't know what AEW's TV schedule is going to be like. Uh, I know that originally they planned for a lighter schedule than WWE, but if they're going to be doing weekly TV, we will see what happens with that because weekly TV mm-hmm. is supposed to be live. So, um, no, you know, the, it. It, it's it's. You know, I I would love to be on the road full time. I think it would be great, but at the same time, it would be a total mind fuck. Yeah. I mean, so, I'll, I'll, okay, I can I can honestly speak a little from experience because when I was a kid, we drove from Toronto to British Columbia, and and then well, and we stayed in British Columbia for like two years, and then we drove back. Okay, try being in the same car for ten days with your sister. Okay, my sister got so cunty, my mother pulled over on the side of the Trans-Canada Highway beside a willow tree and stripped the willow branch and beat my sister. Okay, so that'll tell you what happens when <laughs> things get tense. All right, someone gets a whooping. Ten days together. Sure, you're spending a night in a motel and everything, right? Ten mother-chucking days, okay? There and back. All right, you want to talk about I love road trips as much as the next person. But... Mm, yeah, <laughs> when someone has to die, it's not free. <laughs> I mean, uh, this free. this is the stuff that this we talked about this once before. The dedication of a wrestler or somebody that's in the wrestling business yeah. that dedication goes above and beyond any other workforce. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying that somebody that builds cars doesn't work hard, but they don't have the dedication that a wrestler has. Ah, uh, come on now. If that makes sense. Yeah. Sorry, my mother did extended warranties for Honda for 25 years. I know how, how you can be dedicated to your job. Shut in a straight down. 
<laughs> yeah, she did. She did, man. She 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 went. Okay, we okay. Sure, we have cottages and whatnot, but if you can't afford to rent to own a cottage. You have a trailer and a really nice trailer park with what with waterfront property like my mother has, and two blue herrings that visit her every morning at seven thirty. Yeah, it's, you can have that, but you know. So yeah, my mother was up with a trailer for two months. Nobody heard from her. She just went to the trailer for two months. Wow. Yep. All right. Well, that's going to do Turned it for this topic. Um, I, I hope we have brought you some insight here tonight on some things. Um, we're going to continue. I don't know if Steve Kane can stay with us or not. Um, if he can, great. Uh, if he can't, he has I to cannot. go. Yeah. Oh. So uh, I will see you all next Tuesday night. Uh, so appreciate you all listening. Please, uh, Stay uh, tuned in for the second hour. I'm sure it's going to be great. And thank you, Steve Kane, for joining us on a non-scheduled day. We got should him. take our break and refresh. Yeah, we're gonna. Perfect yep, time. we're gonna. Yes, Yay. it is. All right, we will be right back with more of Wrestling Authority Radio right after this.
this Saturday night at the Northeast Philly International Guard Armory. Craptastic Wrestling presents a non-star-studded car of unexplainable matches featuring the Mid-Afternoon Express versus Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy in a Falls Count Nowhere match. Jerry Idol versus Austin Lawler in a fully empty arena match. Our main event, Arnold Ziffle Jr. versus Oliver Wendell Douglas IV in a Fans Bring the Steel Cage Parts match. Admission is just $1 because that's all this crap is worth. That's Craptastic Wrestling this Saturday. Doors open at 6 p.m. Matches start whenever we feel like it. Be there! A-B-C-D-E-F-G-H-I-J-K-L-M-N-O-P-W-R Slam on the Grave Show Network on Nickelodeon on the Oscars, on the Grammys, you are listening to the Warlord of Weird, Sin Bodhi. Over and under, over and out, Roger Dodger, look both ways before you look across the street and skate on thin ice while running with scissors. Peace. Oops. I, re- I realized I unmuted the wrong one. Um, good old Simbody. We haven't heard from him in a while. I think I'm going to mm-hmm. contact him this weekend and see what's up and uh, maybe talk to him again and uh, his friend Len Oddity, who we haven't talked to in a while either. And, uh, yeah, um, I played the uh, other ad because I'm hoping and praying that you're not one of the fans that is attending and supporting Craptastic Wrestling. And you'll know Craptastic Wrestling when you see it. It's a lot of guys with no gear, a ring that looks like it was from an outlaw, you know, built from the ground up with mud. Um, you'll you'll know craptastic wrestling when you see it. Um, I don't know that Katie has ever witnessed craptastic wrestling live, but I have, and boy oh boy, you just know it when you see it. Mhm. You certainly do. So, um, make sure that if you're supporting independent wrestling this weekend, that you find the best independent wrestling that you can find that fits your taste and support that. Um, because not everybody's taste is the same, but, um, hopefully, you know, right from wrong when it comes to wrestling. All right. Um, I want to talk about this, because, and I wanted to talk about this with Steve, but uh, we'll bring it up again Tuesday night. The business of wrestling oh. is currently oh. on a downswing. And it's not going to get any better. It's going to get worse with AEW getting uh, TV. Because it's, recre- it's, it's regenerating the boom, and I won't, I won't excuse me, say that it's not doing that. However... At the same time, it's depleting the indies of talent. Vince is signing a bunch of guys. AEW is signing a bunch of guys. And it's taking some of the top stars away from the independents, which is why some of the top independents are already starting to see a slight decrease in their attendance because 
of this new promotion that is about and, and stuff like that. Um, the downswing will not last for long. I predicted the last three to five years, um, but the downswing is, is here. It sucks. Um, Thank you you very have much other so. people. You have other people that are saying that, you know, wrestling is on an upswing. It is not. Attendance is down. Um, ratings are all over the place. And, you know, while Vince is still making money, he's also losing money in some markets. So it's um, it's it's on a downswing. And it's going to take some time for the new stars to be built and an upswing to regenerate. Um, we have to repopulate the Indies, and when we do that, we'll have our next generation of big stars. And I think three to five years from now, we're going to need some new generation of stars. I mean, my God, if Brock Lesnar is around in three to five years, I'm done with WWE completely. Um, I, I think John Cena needs to come have his final run and be done for a while, even if it's only a couple of years. But just go oh. home and rest. I'm over John Cena, okay, especially towards the end of his career when they would just shove them up my nose, mouth, and my eyes, up, up, up my arsehole, and trying to wrap them around my, around my neck to strangle me, okay? I don't care if he comes back. He is a great talent, uh, but I don't care. You know, Him and The Rock are in the same category, you know? I'm a star, and you better fucking recognize it's it's time for some of these WWE guys to go home, and it, it's not just WWE. There's other companies that have got, had guys that have been hanging around too long that need to go home and rest up and recover and maybe get back into better shape and and things like that. Um, <clears throat> but the next generation of the stars is going to be on the rise, and as I said last night, MJF is one of the hottest product prospects in the world of professional wrestling right now. He's got the greatest promos out of anyone uh, out there that's on a big platform. He's got um, the talent, for sure, and he's got the look. Those three things, Vince McMahon missed out with that guy. However, as we talked about last night again, if he were in WWE, you would not be getting those MJF promos that you're getting now. And those MJF promos are what makes MJF MJF and make me love him even more. Because that kid is going to go places. That kid, yeah. Um, that kid's going to go far. We are, not, we are going to discuss... Um, what do you got for me? All Out, it is sold out. Um, the full card for All Out has supposedly been announced. And here we go. It's for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. It will be Hangman Page versus Chris Jericho, August 31st, 2019, at the Sears Center in Chicago. Now, if that weren't a big enough match for you, and we're going to see who's going to be the first AEW world champion. We've got John Moxley versus Kenny Omega. That's going to tear the freaking roof off that place. We've got the AE, uh, the AAA World Tag Team Championships on the line when the Lucha Brothers defend against the Young Bucks in a ladder match. It's going to be Cody Rhodes versus Sean Spears. 
the best friends versus the dark order. And here is my prediction on what the rest of All Out will be. You are definitely going to see something between Aja Kong and Awesome Kong, whether that be um, a singles match or a tag match. It's going to happen, and it is going to that. Uh, that's worth the fifty bucks or whatever they're charging. Uh, no more than fifty because I wouldn't pay more than that. But I give them fifty bucks for that match alone. Let alone some of the other matches on the card. Um, and you're going to see a lot of other AEW talent at this bad. event. For um, a ticket, that's not bad. No, not for a ticket, for the pay-per-view. Okay. Uh, for All Out, because remember this one. Yeah. The, the, the last, well, I don't, know, I don't know if it's 50, 55, or 60, but I know the, that the last two mm-hmm. events have been free purviews, and All Out will be on pay-per-view. That'll be the difference. Um, but you've got five matches already signed for this huge event, and... Um, it's it's going to be a good pay-per-view, and we're a little over a month away from it. comes your way August 31st on pay-per-view. It's All Elite Wrestling, All Out. And then this, uh, we don't know if this will be the final pay-per-view before their TV debut in October or not. Um, some are speculating yes. Some are speculating no. I don't know. I'm not going to speculate. If they have another pay-per-view in September, great. If they don't. Um, that's fine too. Um, I'm sure they will do something in September, uh, one way or another, whether it be another free purview or what, to lead into the debut on television. And folks, we don't know what night it's going to be. That's why I, uh, in, in the uh, tags for tonight's show, I included AEW Wednesday Night Dynamite, AEW Tuesday Night Dynamite. We know that they have trademarked both. We still don't know what night or what time it's going to be. Um, so we will definitely be wrestling. seeing. Okay. Yeah, the, That's what I need to go know. Go ahead, Katie. Okay. If, a, if AEW is going to be on a Wednesday night, I just hope, well, what are we going to do? We might have to change the time of the show as well or even the day. I don't know what we will do about that. Um, we have not crossed that bridge yet. I know it's coming sooner rather than I'm later, not going but we'll cross. I'm not going to I, Monday. I couldn't, right now. Well, no, and we couldn't really do a Thursday either because, you know, that's mm-hmm. that's going to have something or other that's going to pop up on a Thursday too. So uh, we will mm-hmm. work it out. We will figure out a way to be able to cover everything and and, and bring you the most comprehensive coverage. Uh, of a business that we can, like we've done for almost the past six years. And um, I'm excited with AEW, but as I said last night uh, to Steve Kane, there's a lot of goods and a lot of bads. And some of it is good and some of it is not so good. Um, they're, they're improving each time that they're on pay-per-view or free-per-view. They're improving every time. But in order to be ready for television, they're going to have to make some big steps because TNT is going to have some major demands out of them. And if they can't keep up with the demands that TNT has, they won't be on air for long. <clears throat> so um, I'm, I'm very excited to see what they will do with All Out. 
Um, with that, we go to Extreme Rules, which we're not going to go over in depth, but uh, we do know that the Ugly Beast showed up and ruined it all. Um, yeah, Croc Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. Oh, I can't stand him. I can't stand him. Okay, well, we don't need to use the word cock on air, so why not cock Lesnar? Clean. <laughs> uh, so, you know, uh, good pay-per-view overall. Other than that, that kind of put a sour taste in people's mouth on that. Um, Evolve Wrestling's 10-year anniversary took place this past Saturday night. It aired on the WWE Network. And it saw a man with a certain hustle show up and shock us all. That man's name. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Paul Heyman. Paulie. And okay, I have a that's question. a big thing. I have a Go question. Ahead. Is there something special about those brown shoes that he wears? Because they're awfully fucking scuffed. Does he keep getting them resold or something? Because they do not go with that blue and white striped stripe, uh Suit. That suit is horrible. you got to be the most awful thing. I mean, I thought Jim Cornette looked bad, you know? Well, you know, uh, Jim Cornette was the king of polyester for many years. And uh, they're, you know, Heyman, Heyman has been around so long. you got to think, Heyman's on the road, too, a lot. We talked about that in the first hour. Um Maybe he just hasn't had the time to go get a new pair of shoes. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. it's, it's a shame you don't use Twitter and Steve wasn't here because I'd tell, I'd tell you to tell Steve to have Steve tweet Paul Heyman and tell him to get new shoes. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I can't, no, seriously. I, I pay attention because, well, I like shoes, and you can tell a lot about a person who wears by their shoes, and his shoes are all scuffed up, so it's almost like he's out of they're his lucky shoes or some shit. And he has them resold because they are super scuffed up. And he's had them forever and ever 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 and ever. Okay? I'm not talking when he was Paul Lee because he was wearing white high tops. But, yeah. 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 He, um, yeah. So, um, we saw that at Evolve. Evolve was a great 10-year anniversary event. If you haven't seen it, go check it out on the network. Monday Night Raw, we saw some great stuff. And we saw the debut of The Fiend, like we talked about last night. We did not get to elaborate on this much because we were pressed for time. But The Fiend, my God, what an amazing thing they have with that. And if they let that blossom the way it needs to, I I, I don't know. I, look, it's it, it, I, we, we predicted it last night. It's going to be Demon Finn Balor. Against the fiend, mm-hmm. and I, this and is. I want to see the demon. I want to see the demon. Period. The end. I don't want to want to hear nothing else. Uh-uh. Um, the demon versus the fiend is going to be an absolute pleasure to watch as long as they do it right. Um, mm-hmm. Because I can see, both. I can see, I can see Bray Wyatt doing his creepy ass backwards walk. He um, and I can see. On, I'm going to lose my shit. Okay. Uh, and I can see. Hold on a second. You know how long it took for Bray to grow on me because he used to creep the living shit. Do you remember the first time I saw his upside down crazy spider walk? Do you even remember? 
I'm like, what I remember the, the Wrestle- <laughs> I remember the WrestleMania where they had a projector down on the on the canvas. Oh my god. And remember with the worms and the, oh my god. With the worms and everything else. And the bugs and oh that was just wrong. It was just wrong, man. I appreciate I that screen that they have that used for all the promos and everything, but don't use it for that. That's just just mm-mm. that reminds me of watching um oh man, what vampire movie? Keeper Sutherland. Um oh my god. I can't even remember. I'm pretty uh, sure Billy will type yeah. it, but yeah. We're part, the, when was Vampire Stone Sparkle? <laughs> I can see things uh, getting that way between Finn Balor and Bray Wyatt. Lost Boys. Where they do, they do creepy. Okay, it they, reminds me of a scene from Lost Boys, okay? In Lost Boys, Kiefer Sutherland's character said this guy that he was bringing in, into the group. He, he said that he was having chow mein, right? And, well, when he looked in the chow mein box, it was all those, it was the super worms like they used, that Bray Wyatt used. So, yeah. Um, that was just I can see it getting that creepy. And the rest of Raw was very good. The the, the rest yeah. of Raw was very good. And um, I enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed The Fiend. Um <laughs> I think some of the stuff that they're going to do is great, as we Wicked. talked about that last. Mask. As we that mask, Sean, stop and, and I know. And behold the mask, okay? Give some attention. The mask is the, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you notice, people, and I'm going to say it a thousand and one times, and I don't care. The people that make slip lots, not mask, made the fiend's mask, and while well, Bray Wyatt's also really close with the band, so yeah, yeah he's probably been on stage with them as is, in another mask. Uh, um, you know, that mask is worth a pretty penny. Um, if I had to t- guess figure, I would say that mask is at least $1,000 because it was custom made. That's what made. I was going to pick. Yeah, because that, um, that's, that's a whole process. You got First of all, you have to take you have to take plaster, of course, and you have to make the mold of their face, okay? And then you have to take the mold out of the the con- well, not, excuse me, the plaster mold out of that mold, set it down carefully, and then pour the latex into it. Okay, and you have to take that out of the latex really, really carefully. And if you rip it, you got to start all over again. So, in painting it, painting it's the easy part. Making it's the hard part. I don't think that that's a latex mask. I actually yeah. think that that's leather. No, 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 no. That's it's latex. It's la- probably part leather, but there's latex. The front, no, 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 no. If, if you know your FX work, there was, there was actually an FX competition that used to be on television, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. But that's what you go through to make a mask. It is not a leather mask. It's, no, 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 no. That is, that is a straight-up latex mask. Um, it's, a, it's a combination of some materials. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah, <laughs> and, maybe uh, the, straps, the straps might be leather. But, yeah. Um, it's very, it's very in... Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? It's very indicate. It's intricate. It's not indica. It's not indica, okay? Indica is marijuana, okay? <laughs> uh, it's very intricate and very creative, and I love it. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's uh, a oh, lot of good things pee. that are going to come out of it. Did you pee? Did now, you pee your pants? Did you pee, um, Did you pee your pants? 
No, I had a mini orgasm. I think Billy it was did. so good. Billy like lost his mind. Billy lost his mind. I'm not going to say if he peed <laughs> himself because he, he even if he peed himself, he would probably not divulge that information to myself because he knows I'd say it on it. But yeah, <laughs> I my oh yeah, a couple of my friends who could I had people watching that with me and they're like, what the? <laughs> yeah. Holy um, shit. Katie. This is where I'm going to let you talk because I did not see uh, SmackDown oh, no. last what? night. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what happened on SmackDown last night? I hate you. Go pull up results. I bounce off people. I don't remember stuff. <laughs> I hate you. I'm, I know. I'm just being perfectly honest. But that's short-term memory, not long-term memory. <laughs> uh, which one do I want? I have long-term. We'll do this. I have long-term memory. I have no short-term memory. Uh, can I can I have the short list results? There we go. So that's that's a lot of shit uh, that I don't want to read. Hey hey Google. Okay, just... hey Google. <laughs> hey Google. Shane McMahon confronted Kevin Owens where he gave yep. him the night off. Oh yeah, not a... yeah. Well, because Kevin Owens wanted to finish saying what he was saying and everything else, and well. When Kevin walked in, you know, he already had Shane and security waiting for him. Okay, and it was just, he could have blown through those those security three at a time if he really wanted to. But, yeah, so he came in, and, and Shane didn't really give him any any choice at all, you know. And he complied, but, yeah, later on he showed back up. Well, it sounds like a lot of fuckery happened. Uh, we've got you know, Buddy he, Murphy. He, did show, he showed back up, and then he was locked out of the building, and then Ziggy had a phone number to get him, and that's how he got back. Um, we had Buddy Murphy in the segment with Shane. We had Apollo yeah. Crews. We had Andrade, Selena yeah. Vega, uh, Elias, yeah, but, New Day. But what really pissed me off about that, when he had the open forum, or down hall as he was calling it, he only wanted to hear the good stuff about him. He didn't want to hear even even what Kofi had to say. Because look how long it took Kofi, you know. And this is another thing. I, I, this is the very first time I'm ever going to mention this part too. Um, Kofi had something to say about how long it took him to get his chance, and just all the struggles he had to go through. And I mean, I noticed something. They didn't do that. They didn't do that storyline until Black History Month was over. Huh? You didn't notice? I did. I did. As soon as I, I did. Oh, yeah. So, and their Black History Month representation was actually really good. Oh. Um, then we go to Alistair Black defeating Cesaro. Yeah, that was in a rematch. That, but the first match they had, okay, the first match they had, it was hilarious. You know you know how Alistair, he does his move, and then he sits in the middle of the ring all P- P- CM Punk uh, Raven style. And then he did it himself. It was funny. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. They had a they had a rematch and well Cesaro put him over. But it was a damn fine match. He knocked he knocked Cesaro out and, and the mouth guard that that Cesaro was wearing a couple of minutes before the knockout came, they showed you what it said on it. It was a white one. And in nice big red letters, red letters, it said the bar, and then Alistair knocked it out of his mouth and knocked him out too. 
<laughs> yeah. So then, uh, and then the cam- camera went down, panned down to the to the mouthpiece. Basically, they're saying uh, the bar is dead. The bar is dead because. But <laughs> I'm dying to talk about this. Okay, that, that means the bar is dead because you know, um, that's what that's the, the symbolism I'm seeing. But I will point this out. Seamus never retired. Well, Seamus, we don't know what's going on with Seamus. Spinal I think stenosis. Seamus might be out on injury. He knows, I know, but he's got spinal stenosis. He was he was just... Oh, that's right. I forgot time. about that. Yeah. Same thing as yeah. There's also new... Now there's new medicine and whatnot. There could be treatments for spinal stenosis. We do not know. He might be doing some kind of yoga. We don't know. But that that makes your, makes your, your, your limbs go numb and your fingers go numb. And if you can't feel that, you're going to do some more damage to your spine. So that's why right. Ed tried to leave. Um, so we go to match two here. It's Charlotte yeah. Flair against Liv Morgan. Um, I, I am a oh, huge yeah. fan of I Liv Morgan. Her. I love her. She's uh, a cute she's, she's got a good look, but I don't know what they have in store for her for her future. Well, I wish they would find something to do with her. Yeah, they shouldn't have. They shouldn't have split her and Sarah up to begin with. And I want to know what's going on with Ruby Riot. That's what I want to know. If there was a reason, you know, because Ruby's supposed to stay on the other side as well, and Liv came over on her own. And, I mean, Sarah's doing stuff. Um, then we have another women's match in match three. Ember Moon and Bailey defeated Fire oh. and Desire. That was a good match. That was a really good match. They work really well together. It was funny, too. <laughs> Go ahead. Because, again, somebody messaged me during that match. I'm serious, people. If I'm watching wrestling, piss off. I have two people, one in Toronto and one in the U.K. They know when I do, they know when I do my radio shows. And, I mean, every, if, if you message me and I tell you I'm on air like five weeks in a row, shouldn't you remember when I'm on air? If you're messaging me during wrestling and pay-per-views, you know, I understand for pay-per-views because maybe you didn't know it was on. But if you, I tell you, I tell you, I tell you, I tell you. Monday from 8 to 11, don't talk to me. Tuesdays. Okay, if you're going to talk to me, talk to me during the day on, on, on the Monday, right? Tuesdays. Talk to me during the day before 8 o'clock and shut the fuck up at 9. I'm, you know? I shut the fuck up at 10. Okay, then you can't talk to me till midnight. And tonight, 9 o'clock till 11 o'clock. How hard is that? Write it the mother chuck down. I don't care. But these two people, it doesn't matter who they are. It really doesn't. They're, it's not that they're not equally as important as I am or anything or for my time. It's just these are the times they choose or when they know I'm spending time with Darren. And they know Darren. You know, it's just like, come on, man. You know, one of them's already messaged me during the show. Huh. You know? Uh with some trivial crap, you know, just trivial something that means only something to her. You know what I mean? Just come on. Mustafa Ali congratulated Shinsuke Nakamura on his intercontinental title win. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't watch that part. I saw the end of that. The the New Day came out and a six-man tag was set up with Randy Orton, Elias, and Samoa Joe taking on the New Day. And in that match, Orton pinned Kingston with the RKO, which yep. means that King, that, uh, that Orton match, now has a win over Kofi. Yeah, that match could have gone either way. That was a really good match. But if an RKO gets snapped off by an RKO, yeah. 
we go back. Mm-hmm. We go, go backstage, and our truth is hiding in the washing machine. <laughs> Freaking our truth, man. Especially for the the consummation, the one where um, I'll always call him rock star Spud, but yeah, him and his wife, man, that was hilarious. He was in he was in underneath the the catering tray. That was hilarious with the catering cart. Hidden, you know, when he comes sliding out like a snake, it was hilarious. Oh my god! And you know, I mean, like everybody was, you know, they would think they were hashtag worst worst idea ever. I'm sorry, I said it was going to be good, and I think it's freaking hilarious. And it's also giving truth a new life. And I don't care what anybody says. I love truth. I've loved truth since impact. Now WWE is doing something interesting oh, here because you had the WWE. Women's Tag Team Championship on the line. It's the Kabuki Work, Kabuki Warriors against the Iconics. Yeah, spit it out. Spit it out. The Iconics got counted on on purpose to keep the belts, but after uh-huh. the match, the Kabuki Warriors attacked the Iconics, which attacking anybody is a heel move, or at least mm-hmm. it used to be in my outlook. I don't know if it still is in most people's, but it is in mine. Um so does that mean you're going to have two heel teams going after each other, the the Kabuki Warriors against the Iconics? Yeah, hold or is on. Your... Hold on. Tommy Dreamer had a big following, and he was a heel. So you can be like a, a heel face type still duplicky or anti-hero, <laughs> you know? That's what that is, anti-hero. Well, at least we're getting to see the Iconics um, take on some competition, some real competition. Mm-hmm. Um, Apollo defeated Apollo defeated Andrade. Mm-hmm. And in the end, Dolph Ziggler versus Kevin Owens ended in a no contest thanks to Shane McMahon. Mm-hmm. So I'm hearing it. That uh that takes care of uh SmackDown. Now Impact is having trouble with their T V network, um uh, is the last I knew. I don't know if they still are. I know they've been searching for a new T V network. Um I believe they they are moving uh from one TV station to another, I believe they're going to AXS TV. Uh, let well, me Google that real quick. Can anybody get that? Can anybody get that? I don't know. I have an I have an Android box. You know, one of my Android boxes gets pursuit and one doesn't, and one's in the bedroom and that's where Darren sleeps. So yeah. Um, moving to AXS TV. Okay, this was reported July 1st, so we haven't reported this. Um, Impact Wrestling is heading to AXS TV, which is the current home for New Japan Pro Wrestling in the U.S., Mm -hmm. and Women of Wrestling. Um, So... Impact mm-hmm. um, is said to be moving in the fall. Um, they wanted to move after Slammiversary, but um, 
it's you know, that just did not happen. That's not going to happen. Um, so they will be probably moving in the fall, which means that you have three wrestling companies on three new networks in the fall. Um, you have one that's already holding wrestling in mm-hmm. AXS TV because they're holding um, New Japan and Women of Wrestling, and they'll be getting okay. impact with that. But you've got TNT, which is getting the return of wrestling, and you've got Fox that is getting WWE. And then you'll still have uh, Raw on USA Network. So you have four major networks carrying wrestling, and I think that's a great thing. So, um, you know, I think that uh, it's going to be great. We'll see. It's a (laughs) lot of wrestling. We'll see what the ratings are like, and and maybe, maybe people will prove me wrong, and the business is on an upswing after all. Maybe. Maybe. Um, (laughs) Not really. uh, Well. Ring of Honor, New Japan, NWA, they're all kind of running together. They share a lot of the same talent. Um, You know, we haven't talked about them in a while, but I'm sure that there's uh, a lot of good stuff going on with them. And I think that they're all get uh, Ring of Honor, New Japan, and NWA are getting ready to do another co-branded event. Um, So that is uh, very good news. Um, Don't forget that AAA is coming to Madison Square Garden in September, and um, I believe that that will air on some kind of um, app or something or other like that to where you'll be able to see it. Um, that That's just, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's going to be a lot of good stuff. Um Savio Vega's first match with Major League Wrestling has been announced. And it will be against Alex Hammerstone. So this is going to be a big, big, big event that is going to take place on July 25th. And um, boy, those are going to be some good matches. They've got a lot of good stuff signed, and uh, you'll be able to watch that because it's being recorded for MLW. Um, USA Network is to air the new season of Ms. and Mrs. sooner than expected. Okay. All new episodes will now be premiering. All new episodes will be uh, premiering on July 23rd. What day is July 23rd? July 23rd is a Tuesday. Yep. We should talk um, to the same. <laughs> can, can you, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Um, Will Ospreay reveals good news about his involvement in the NGPWG1 Climax Tournament. 
Um, he suffered a neck injury and will miss action on Monday, July 15th. Osprey is not suffering from any skeletal or nervous issues. His status for the G1 Climax event on Thursday, July 18th will be determined after Osprey undergoes thorough medical evaluation. Osprey is... Um, evaluation? Evaluation? Evaluation. <laughs> well, that doesn't sound good. Uh, the new thing is that the, the main point of this is Will Ospreay has been cleared to wrestle for the NGPWG1 Climax. Um, he did have the medical evaluation for his neck, and he was cleared. So we'll be seeing that. And Will Ospreay, if you have never seen that guy, my God, is that a talent. Oh, God, he's a talent and a half. Oh, yeah. Um, well, you mentioned The Rock today, and it's funny and ironic oh because The Rock has been spotted at the WWE Performance Center in Orlando. Oh. Does that mean you yeah. have a match, or is just uh, maybe he... Um, well, you know, Vince is wanting to bring all the old-timers back that he thinks can still work. Um, yeah. You know, no, but if Rock, he... I'm, I'm sure Rock just finished a movie too. So. I'm sure if uh I'm sure if Mick's body would allow it, Vince would allow Mick to go back out there and wrestle a couple more yeah. matches. Um, so, you know Um you know, it uh, it is a great, great thing to have some of these talents still around. But uh, at the end of the day, Vince is trying to get ratings up. And that's what it's all about. It's about getting the ratings yeah. up. And if he can do that, he can make more money. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about making money in this business. So, um, yeah. I'm going to do the rumor roundup here, and I think we're going to wrap up a little bit early tonight. Oh and, wow! Uh, because we don't, we're we're running out of stuff to cover, and mm-hmm. we only have about 20 minutes left. So, um, we've had a lot of good con- we've had a lot of good conversation here tonight. Um, I hope everybody's enjoyed it. Of course. Dave Meltzer, the upcoming Raw reunion show was the original idea for the debut show of SmackDown Live on Fox. So Vince took the idea that he was going to use on Fox in the fall and is using it now on USA. That means he's got another plan in place for the debut of SmackDown Live on Fox. Um, so if they go on Fox, WWE is not planning a match Huh? If they were going to go yes, on Friday. Fox Was it going to be on Friday? Right um, Despite the setup with The Miz And Dolph Ziggler on Raw this week WWE is not planning a match Between them on aww, SummerSlam aww, aww. Come on 
That's like a that would be a match and a half. Those two boys were put on a serious clinic. I put asses in seats big time. Eric Bischoff was not involved in last night's episode of SmackDown in any Thought way. He was. Nope. <laughs> well, then what me and Steve were talking about him, because like, apparently that was last Monday was uh, Paul's first show he was a part of, and last night was supposed to be Bischoff's first as well. It was supposed to be. I don't know what happened. They don't have a report on that, but he was not involved in any way. Was he there? Probably, but I think they're trying to get him re-acclimatized. Say, say acclimatized. Acclimatized. Uh, I can't pronounce the damn word either, so say acclimatized. <laughs> okay? Uh, so... <laughs> Because it's um, not acclimated or anything. It's acclimatized. We will, we will see <laughs> uh, Eric Bischoff take over very soon, I'm sure. And it'll be interesting to see what he brings to the table for SmackDown. Yeah. Because uh, I mean, yeah. he will have to answer to Vance, but he will have some say-so. Oh, so it'll control. be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. Well, I hope uh, they Peter, give him full creative control. I really hope they do because... He wasn't a bad, you know? Like, look, look how many he stole during the Monday Night Raws. Look how many he stole from Vince. 84 weeks. Or 83 weeks. 83 or 84 mm-hmm. weeks. Mm-hmm. They, they um, beat yeah, Monday yeah. Night Raw in the ratings. Sure. Um, but the only thing I hated triple, that they were doing is they were giving away spoilers. This is what, that's the only thing I hated that they were doing. Go ahead. Triple A will return to... Pay-per-view on September 15th and October 13th and will be presented on secondary pay-per-view channels opposite to WWE shows running the same night. So, that means that there's going to be two pay-per-views on September 15th. Steve will try to watch both of them, hopefully. Um, It'll be AAA, I believe the 15th of September. They are in Madison Square Garden. And then October 13th, they haven't announced where they're going to be, but uh, they're going to be on pay-per-view again. So AAA is getting on pay-per-view, and MLW is also getting on pay-per-view. And MLW's first pay-per-view will be from Cicero, which is really close to Chicago, um, in November. So... My God, you've got wrestling pay-per-views popping up all over the place. If you're, if you can't get enough wrestling, there is more than enough wrestling out there to feed your hunger for professional wrestling. <laughs> um, MLW getting pay-per-view is a good thing. AAA getting pay-per-view is a good thing. Um, it means that there's going to be more <laughs> options for the fans, and. I don't know that everybody's going to agree with me on this or not, but fans of Lucha Libre, and I'm talking true uh, Mexican-American fans, or Mexican fans, will not watch WWE. They would rather see their luchadors in that style, um, which is why it's great that AAA is getting pay-per-view in the United States because it's, it may create some new wrestling fans, which will be Very great. Well. So, you know, there's a lot happening in the wrestling business, some good, some bad, some ugly, Um, but the business, 
I, I could be proven wrong about this whole downswing thing. It could it could take an upswing. I argued with a friend about it a couple weeks ago, and I'm like, man, with all this wrestling that's popping up, I think it's on an upswing. And I would love to be right about that because it would mean great business for everybody everywhere. <clears throat> so um, with that, if, unless Katie has something to bring up or we'll bring Billy Boy on. Billy, you got anything? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> on one of the local listings, I also discovered a wrestling promotion that I had never seen before. It would seem. Nice. If, What's it called? Just what's it called? It's called, it's, it's, called, it's called World of Sport Wrestling, and it's on every Wednesday night at 10 on the stadium channel. It's a British cool. company. Okay. Nice. Um, and, and that's another thing. Nah, We're getting British get wrestling here. here in the United States. And that's, yep. uh, that's another style of wrestling that you're not getting anywhere else, and people are getting hooked on. Um, you know, with... Fox wanting more realistic wrestling television, Vince was actually thinking of doing the British style. And the original British style, they did rounds. They would do like five or three, three or five minute rounds. And you'd have so many rounds in a match. And whoever picked up the most points is obviously who won. Just like uh, amateur wrestling. So I'm, I'm glad that Vince is, Hopefully not going to do that because that would fuck up the rules of wrestling for everybody here in the United States. Like we we would have to get used to that all over again. Um, but I think that the British style is awesome. I've watched some of those matches. I've been very entertained by some of those matches. Um, but you know, there's a style here in the United States that everybody's been uh, accumulate. Oh God, here we go again. Accumulate. Pick another word. Accumulating? Uh, no. Accumulated for. No, that's not the word. Accumulate means to get more of. You accumulate funds. Uh, anyway, my English is all screwed up tonight. Yeah, because that's your it's white bread American. You're white bread American. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know what? You Your know, pronunciation has always sucked, but I get it. It's okay. Um, you know, we've we've got used to a certain style of wrestling here in the United States, and it would take a, a you know, it, it would be hard to sway people to a new style. And I'm not saying that it couldn't be done. It could, but it would take some work. It was kind of like MMA when MMA came around. Everybody was, what the hell is this? This is this has got to be another fake phony wrestling thing, and now look what MMA has become with UFC and everything else. I mean, uh, speaking of UFC, Jack Swagger is beating the holy hell out of people in UFC. Imagine that. Who is? Who is? Jack Swagger. Jack Swagger. Oh wow! Very cool. Well. That's cool. Maybe that's his niche. Hey, you know what? Maybe wrestling wasn't for him after all. He he got done being fucked over by Vince and WWE and went to the UFC mm-hmm. or Bellator or wherever he went and mm-hmm. making well, money and been, getting he, to knock people he the hell violated, out. First of all, he violated the, the wellness policy and didn't didn't um 
whatever his name was, Zeb Coulter, whatever it was, used the N-word or something somewhere. Mm. Oh, oh, I don't even know why they got fired. I'd have to look that up all over again. I might do that after we get but off I know, the air. I know, but... I, know, I know Swagger did violate the wellness policy with marijuana, though. That I do remember because we discussed it. Yes, and, and you know, that's, that's uh, unfortunately one of Vince's rules. You know what? It's okay. Uh, and when I, if I'm too high, I can't dance, so I don't expect them to be able to wrestle. <laughs> uh, that's well, a good point. It's true. It's true. Yeah, no, that's a very I'm valid not good bad point. Dancer, though, you know? I'm not the world's greatest dancer. I can't be on, like, so you think he can dance or world of dance or anything else like that, or even freaking Star Search back in the day. But I, I, can, I can dance. You know, I dance better than the average bear. Yeah, way better than the average bear. I'm sure somebody um, will videotape me dancing this year, I'm sure, this summer at some point. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. with that, I think uh, we are going to end tonight abruptly, and uh, we're going to be done. So, Katie, mm-hmm. tell everybody what time it is. You don't have to go home, but you sure as hell can't stay here. Take your glasses back to the bar. Turn off the lights this time, you buggers. You're running up our bill. Good night. Get the hell out. Turn off the light and good night. Good night, people. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.